You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Ceno Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Bobby Fish defeating Robert Anthony, who's been recently on NWA as Scion, the masked wrestler. He wins with a roundhouse kick to the head. We get a six-woman match as Diamante the Bunny and Emi Sakura defeat the team of Sky Blue, Queen Aminata, and Heather Reckless, with all three hitting down the rabbit hole at the same time at the end, with the Bunny pinning Reckless. Scorpio Sky defeated the, the debuting Stephen Wolf. Uh, Ethan Page was on commentary for this match while Dan Lambert came out with Scorpio. Uh, Wolf, I've seen him before in Evolve Wrestling as well as a couple other groups. Uh, he showed a little bit of offense in this, but Sky stops him and hits the TKO for the win. Julia Hart defeated Ari Alexander extremely quickly with this new uh, like leg scissors submission lock. And she had a more vicious and serious style as she wrestles with her eye patch on. Dante Martin defeated Aaron Solo with the nosedive. Austin and Colton Gunn teamed up with the Acclaimed to defeat Lee Johnson, Brock Anderson, Matt Seidel, and Lee Moriarty. Uh, Max Caster's freestyle mentions um, how high the Chicago murder rate is. He mentions Lori Lightfoot and the fact that none of their opponents can cut a promo. And they also called Austin and Colton the ass boys. So that, of course, gets the crowd to chant it. After a bunch of shenanigans, like throwing the chain in the ring, uh, Austin Gunn rolls up Lee Johnson for the pen after Colton Gunn hits Lee with the boombox. And the last match on here was the best friend defeating Chaos Project with Trent Bar- Beretta pinning Serpentico after they hit the strong zero. Tuesday's AEW Dark started with Julia Hart defeating Kelsey Heather with her leg center submission move that she's doing. Powerhouse Hob defeated Gus De La Vega. Uh, recurring theme on this show is a lot of the wrestlers that have uh, music on this new um, Who We Are album that's coming out this month in honor of Black History Month. They all came out to their theme songs from that album. So Hob starts out here. Uh, with a track by Will Washington, Righteous Reg, and Graham, which is called Powerhouse. And Hobbs destroys Vega and wins with the torture rack after a spine buster. And after the match, Tony Schiavone tried to get a word with Hobbs, but he says that this is going to happen to Dante Martin as he puts a torture rack again on Vega until Dante Martin comes out for the save and they brawl in and out of the ring. Austin and Colton Gunn defeated Adrian Alanis and Liam Gray. They're actually wearing 
t-shirts for the Skulk, which is their old stable in Evolve. And then Austin easily pins Alanis in this match. Mercedes Martinez gets her first AEW win here, defeated Queen Aminata with a Fisherman's Buster. Anthony Agogo defeated Tony Vincetta by knockout after a right hook. And he came out to his track, Fish and Chips, by Mega Ran, True God, Blizz, and Tizzy. Lee Moriarty and Anthony Henry is probably my favorite match on this episode of Dark. About six minutes or so, real fun. Lee Moriarty gets the win with a flatliner, and he as well comes out to a song called Tiger Styling by True God and Shokus Apollo, which he actually had a segment later on talking about this, um, saying that he actually didn't know he was going to come out to this song. It was a good surprise for him, and the song is uh, really special to him as it helps people understand who he is. Uh, and a lot of his things is kind of like... Um, rotating around like Wu-Tang, like his old Tiger style. He has, he even, after the match, had a promo where he talks about, like, protect your neck and all this, so, yeah. I appreciate that. Anna Jay defeated Casey Lennox quickly with the Queen Slayer. This is actually Lennox's first match in AEW since 2020. Fuego do Sol defeated Serpentico. This is actually from a different set of AEW tapings, but they did promote this match last week, so I guess they had to show it here. Uh, Fuego do Sol gets the pen after a double foot stomp to the head. A good five-minute match here. He even had a tornado DDC on the outside from the stage to the floor. Weirdly, Yuda defeated Aaron Solo in the main event here with a seatbelt pin. Uh, Nick Camarado and Keith Marshall tried to come in and start attacking Yuda, but Orange Cassidy, he didn't run to the ring, but he walked to the ring to make the save. We go to NXT UK. It should be noted that this show actually did not have any fans in attendance, um, probably due to the recent protocols that they had to tape with no fans for this. But we have our finals of the number one contenders tournament for the tag team championships as Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter defeated Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars in the finals. Uh, at the end, Stars asked for the tag, but Mastiff kind of brushed them off. And um, this resulted in Carter hitting a moonsault on Mastiff for the pen. Uh, so obviously a little bit of dissension between Mastiff and Jack Stars. They had a segment with A-Kid trying to teach Saxon Huxley some etiquette. Uh, I don't really understand this, but I think I have a match coming up. So I don't know what, know why he was doing this. It kind of reminded me of the old uh, Howie Mandel movie, Walk Like a Man. Very similar uh, segment here. And then we had this segment with Nathan Frazier, who's having car problems on the outside uh, in the parking lot. And he gets jumped by D-Familia. So the parking lots in the UK are just as dangerous. Isla Dawn defeated Myla Grace very quickly. And then Nina Samuels uh, interrupted in a male interview backstage, and that got her angry. So she challenged her to a match. Also, Gallus interrupts Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels. And Joe Coffey asked to be the next guest on the Supernova Sessions, but Dar says it's already booked. And the main event here for the UK Women's Championship, it is a Japanese street fight as Michael Satomura defeated Blair Davenport. This is pretty much like any other street fight um, with the addition of nunchucks, I guess. But you had your chairs, your trash cans, your candlesticks, steel chairs... Um, steel bar. And the match ended prematurely here when Davenport jumped off the top rope onto Maiko, who was on the apron, and then landed kind of awkwardly in her left knee, and she immediately started screaming. Uh, the referee put the signal up, ended the match right away, and Davenport gets stretched out to end the show. Uh, she did tweet out, you know, showing herself like in a, in a, in a, in a boot. But um, she seems to be okay, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it's not too serious, but at first glance, when you watch this, you feel like something is definitely off with this. We go to Impact Wrestling, where um, before the Impact, Black Taurus defeated Raj Singh. Uh, Matt Cardona defeated Jordan Grace to win the Digital Media Championship. And the whole match, Cardona was acting like he was hesitant to really do any, any harm to Grace, only to be faking this and using a chair shot to the face when the referee wasn't looking and hit him the radio silence to win. So it only makes sense that Cardona, the internet champion, is now the Digital Media Champion. And he actually was um, fighting on some shows this weekend. Um, beyond wrestling as well as wrestle pro and he was defending the D digital media championship against uh dan maff and also on ricky shane page so it should be pretty cool him to kind of go around the indies and defend this impact digital media title it only makes him even more of a heel than he already is 
We go backstage where W. Morrissey is taking out the learning tree, and he's trying to get to Brian Myers, but security stops him. Scott DeMore says that next week he will get his match with Myers, but he has to wait for No Surrender to get his hands on Moose. Jonah defeated Crazy Steve easily with the top rope splash, and after he got into Black Taurus's face. Gia Miller trying to get a word with Cardona and ask him what, Gia, what Chelsea Green thinks of his recent actions uh, and what he did. And he said that um, Jonathan Gresham should be asked about his loser wife. Uh, the inspiration gave Caleb with a K a brand new phone with them as the wallpaper, and Madison Rain doesn't seem too happy about this. Jonathan Gresham defeated Steve Macklin by disqualification after Macklin wouldn't stop attacking Gresham in the ropes. Uh, this match had standard rules, not the pure rules for Ring of Honor. And then Macklin kept attacking Gresham after the match, but Honor No More came out and took out Macklin, but Gresham didn't join in, and he actually walked down on them. And then Josh Alexander had to stare down with Gresham before his match, which was him. Josh Alexander defeated Vincent. Honor No More was ringside. They tried to interfere, but Rhino, Rich Swan, Chris Saving came out to even it out as Alexander trapped Vincent in the ankle lock to submit him. After the match, Kenny King, making his return to Impact Wrestling, comes out, and he joins up with Honor No More to make their group even bigger. We see a video of Morrissey finding Moose's hotel and attacking him. Uh, then Honor No More cuts a promo backstage where Kenny King says that they are here to take over Impact, and Vincent suggests a five-on-five match, Honor No More versus Impact Wrestling, at No Surrender. Boopinder Gujar makes his debut, defeating John Skyler with a spear off the second rope. Pretty impressive debut uh, from Gujar. I've never seen him before. And after the match, Raj Sings comes out, uh, but Gujar doesn't seem to want anything to do with him. They actually show footage of Mickey James from the Royal Rumble, uh, followed by her being interviewed about the appearance. But Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans, they interrupt and say, um, you know, they start talking trash about her. And then Chelsea Green comes in and she suggests a tag team match. Uh, James thanks her and said that they should have a match next week for the title first with Chelsea Green versus Mickey James. Masha Slamovich defeated Casey Lennox in a, under a minute with the Russian death device, her finishing move. Uh, Diana Peraza cuts a promo stating that she's the best woman's wrestler and says that next week she will issue an open challenge for either of her AAA, uh, Reina de Reyes, or her Ring of Honor women's title. Open challenge match. And the main event here, Chris Bay, Jay White, and Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa of the Bullet Club, defeated Speedball, Mike Bailey, Jake Something, Ace Austin, and Madman Fulton. Uh, Ace Austin and Jake Something had disagreements throughout the match, which results in Chris Bay hitting something with the art of finesse for the pen. And after the match, Violent by Design and the Good Brothers come out, and they brawl with the Bullet Club to end the show. NWA USA. This was the semifinals for the junior heavyweight title. Uh, commentary was actually Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, and Raven. So pretty cool to hear Raven back on uh, commentary. Kind of like goes back to his Johnny Polo days from WWF for all. And we have our two semifinal matches here with Darius Lockhart defeated Arya Davari with a knee strike, as well as Austin Aries defeated Luke Hawks with a brain buster. So he moves on to the finals of the tournament, which will be Darius Lockhart, Homicide, and the winner of the Colby Carino carry Morton match for next week, as well as... Um, so it'll be a triple threat match, basically. And that match will take place on March 20th at the Crockett Cup. And then Marche Rocket also defeated Miguel Robles. NWA Power had Joe Galli, Velvet Sky, and Medusa on commentary here. And the show starts with Matt Cardona cutting a scathing promo on Trevor Murdoch ahead of their upcoming title match this weekend, which is going to be their Power Trip show in Oak Grove. And uh, Cardona says that if he takes the title from Murdoch, it will force Murdoch to retire, but this will indeed save NWA. We go to our first of two team war matches. The way this match works is it is four teams of three people, uh, then four people at the same time in the ring, and then eliminations until there is one person left. It's kind of confusing, but definitely an interesting concept. Uh, the first match was strictly business, and El Rudo defeated OGK and Victor Benjamin, La Rebellion and Homicide, and Colby Carino and the Fixers. Uh, the last the last thing that happened here was Lattimore pinning Taven after a pile driver and some help from Adonis. Uh, the Pope makes his return after his recent injury, and he speaks about all these different situations that prove uncertainty. But what is certain is that Matt Cardona and Mike Knox, what they did was not fun, and he kind of issues a challenge to Cardona. 
they will be gotten kind of promo backstage where they introduce the newest member is Jeremiah Plunkett. Uh, Captain Yuma doesn't seem too uh, appreciative of this and doesn't really know what's going on. Camille defeated Kara Hogan in a uh, defending her NWA Women's World Championship. Uh, this match ended, I feel like, a little prematurely. Like, she hit a, uh, it was like a bear hug into a fisherman suplex, and it seemed like it wasn't the intended finish. And Kara Hogan looks like she might have, like, not kicked out in time, but the match did end. And then our second team war match was the end, and Rodney Mack defeated Aaron Stevens, Kratos, and Judas. Idolmania Sports Management, which is Tyrus, Jordan, Clearwater, and Marche Rocket, and the ill-begotten of Rush Freeman, Alex Taylor, and Jeremiah Plunkett. Uh, so this whole match... Uh, Odinson from the end was actually the only person from his team that wrestled because he didn't get eliminated. And uh, the kind of ends with Jordan Clearwater running through a bunch of people and then ends up being Clearwater and Odinson at the end. Uh, they go back and forth and Odinson hits him with an airplane spin for the win. So his teammates of Peril and Mac didn't even have to come in for this match. 205 Live had Brooks Jensen defeated Bodie Hayward by stopping a tackle attempt with a knee to the face. Casey Cananzaro and Caden Carter defeated Fallon Handling and Lash Legend as Casey and Caden are making their way to the ring. Uh, Caden kind of dances with Jensen, who's on his way out, and he seemed a little flustered by this. So him and Josh Briggs sat down and watched this match, and Caden Carter gets the pin on Legend after Cananzaro hits from the heavens. And the main event here was Kushida defeated Darren Kemp in about three minutes with the arm breaker. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, this was their first new beginning show from Seattle, Washington, and Ian Riccoboni actually debuts here, replacing Kevin Kelly on commentary to join Alex Kozlov, and we have Brody King defeated Yuri Romero with the Gonzo Bomb, Leo Rush and Rocky Romero, this was filmed before uh, Leo Rush's injury at PWG, they defeated the West Coast Wrecking Crew with Romero making Royce Isaacs submit with an armbar, after the match, Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson kept attacking Romero with a Kendall stick and said that they were doing this for Black Tiger. Finjuice cut a promo challenging Jonah and Bad Dude Tito for what they did last week. This match should be taking place next week. And the main event here was Clark Connors defeated TJP in about 20 minutes with a powerbomb. They showed actually a really good video package before this match showing the history bef- between Connors and TJP. And the match was great. And I think having Rickabani here on commentary only made it so much better. On main event, we had Veer Mahan making his return to main event, defeating Akira Tozawa as well as Liv Morgan defeated Dewdrop with the Oblivion. And the W Network editions of the week was WXW Back to the Roots Part 1 as well as another episode of ICW Fight Club. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.